honor just to be a mouthpiece. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We humble ourselves before you. Speak to us again, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for every song, every note, every word that's already been spoken, every praise that has been given here. We give it all to you, Lord. All the honor to you. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you. Nothing can stop you. Speak to us, Father. Thank you for it. Thank you for a relevant, applicable word for such a time as this. In Jesus' name we pray. Let everyone say amen. Somebody put your hands together for our Lord and Savior. Amen. God is so good and he's worthy. Indeed, he's worthy to be praised. It's good to be here today. It's good to be amongst the living. Amen. Amen. There's some folks that, that went home. Amen. Went into judgment. But I'm glad that we're still here. And sometimes we, we look at that as sometimes being a negative thing. But how many of y'all know that we live to see him? Amen. We, we live for him. For me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. For us that are Christians, it's gain. So we know that any time a Christian goes home, and even in that funeral, it's a time to be rejoicing. Because they're going to be with our Lord and Savior. But any time you're living for God and that you're still here, even under the sound of my voice, that means that God, that God is not done with you yet. He's not through with you. There's some more things that you have to do. Amen, somebody. There, there's something else that you've got to do. And, and, and you're still on that mission, that vision, and that goal, and your purpose that God has sent you here. So when you die, that you, you die empty. That's not, a, that's not a negative or a bad thing. That mean, means I died having done everything that God has called me to do. That's why Paul said, I'm finished. Fought a good fight. Amen, somebody. Kept the faith. Woo, come on, somebody. Amen. That's what you want to be able to see and say. Amen. God is good. Amen. Just look at your neighbor and say, say, keep the faith. Keep the faith. Keep, keep the faith. Keep the faith. You got to keep that all the way through. You got to hold on to that right there. My God, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I thank God, amen, for the praise team and the choir and the musicians. Give God another hand for them. They mess around and say, Hosanna. I know he leaves. <laughs> amen. It's good to be, amen, back with you today. We were uh, in North Carolina on last Sunday preaching at my, my brother's anniversary service. We had a good time, and I know God blessed here as well. Amen. God is good. I thank God for uh, Pastor Tory Williams, amen, who stood in for us on last Sunday. And I thank God for all of you that were here, and not only that, for those that uh, travel with us. And we thank God not only for that, but those of you that are on 
uh, Ustream today. I know some of you maybe you said, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch by Ustream today. Amen. God has a word for us all. And we bless God for all of you that made it out today. Amen. Good to be here. Amen. Look at your neighbor and tell them, say, smiles are free. Have two or three. Amen. Now watch them smile. Watch them. Don't even, don't even look away till they smile. Amen. Amen. Just make sure nobody's sitting beside somebody look like they've been sucking on a lemon. Amen. Amen. Uh, hallelujah. Amen. Bless the Lord. Amen. There's something to smile about just being here today. Amen. It's a good thing. God allowed us to be back here today. And, and not only that, for those that listen to us uh, by way of radio, uh, we thank God for you and all of our listeners bless God for you. Amen. This is the Lord's doing. Amen. And this is the task and the call that God has given us. Amen. To preach and teach this word of God that somebody might be saved, changed, healed, delivered, set free. Amen. Somebody. It's all about Jesus. And we thank God for all of you that are here today. Amen. All the whole family and visitors, we bless God for you as well. And certainly I thank God for our clergy, amen, all of our elders, man, I thank God for you and our ministers, our deacons, prophets, evangelists, yeah, I thank God for you, and God is so good, thank God for my wife, amen, my, my help me, amen, Though, for those of you all that are looking, amen, for your, your husband and for your wife, let me, let me tell you this before uh, you, you, you go off on the wrong road here, that God has somebody for you. Amen. Tell your neighbor, you know, tell, tell them, say, if, if you're not married, don't settle. That's a whole nother sermon right there. Don't settle. Somebody can shout on that right there. You just holler right there. Amen. Don't settle. Amen. Just, just talk to some of these in here that got what God had for them. Amen. Some of these, some of these husbands, some of these wives, just raise your hand. Amen. Just say, I got mine. I bless God. I, I'm a living witness that you don't have to settle. Amen. Somebody told me one day, said, I want, I want God to send me a, a saved mate. I said, that's all he got. He ain't going to send you a boogaboo, Jezebel. Amen. That's all he got. But he has somebody for you. Amen. And don't. And sometimes, it, it, sometimes it, it's a tragedy. I, this is for somebody. I ain't mean to go down this road, but God did. Amen. And because sometimes when, when we, we settle, we're just a few days away from the one that God has for you. Amen. And, and then, you know, then, then they, they, they come and they see, and you done made a, 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 a oh, You done made an irrational decision without consulting God. Amen, somebody. Amen. I, I, you know, when I, I, when I look out and see couples standing together, you know, I know some of your wives or husbands may be in the back. Amen. I understand that. But those that make, that's, that's there and you, you're with your wife or with, your, with the one that you're going to marry and you, you beside them and y'all stand. See, you know, that's, that's a model right there. That's a frame because how many of y'all know this is your foundation right here? Hello, somebody. This is your foundation right here. 
God is the glue that keeps every marriage together. Amen, somebody. That's the glue right there that holds it together. Amen. And that's why it's imperative that both of you stay focused on him. Because if the enemy can get one, amen, he think he can get the other. And that's why you don't ever let your guard down. Stay focused. Tell your neighbor, stay focused. Stay focused. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let, let, let's, <laughs> let's go to the Word of God. Ephesians chapter 6. Verses 10 through 18. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. We, we want to kind of finish what we started two Sundays ago. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. And I ask all those that are able and willing uh, to please stand. Amen. If you can. In reverence to God's holy word. As we read Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 18. If you don't have a Bible, I believe they have it up on the screen. Amen. But get in the habit of bringing your Bible, your, your word on your, your iPad, your iPod, uh, your, your Toshiba, whatever. Amen. Whatever. <laughs> Amen. Whatever you got. Thank you, Lord Jesus. They got all kind of gadgets out now. I can't keep up with them. Your, your phone or whatever, amen. But keep word with you. Even in this sermon, you'll see why word is so important. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 18. If you're there, just say, I'm ready. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Let the church say amen. Looking back at verse 10, it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And when we go to verse 12, it says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness, high places. 
Verse 11, if you back up, one says, put on the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Just look at your neighbor and tell him, say, get your fight back. Amen. Get your fight back. Tell two more people. Tell them, say, get your fight back. Amen. This is, this is part two. Amen. Y'all may be seated if you can. Amen. Get your fight back. Amen. We got, amen. We, Lord just took us on up last uh, time we began this message and we, we didn't even get to the points. Amen. We're going to try to get to the points today, but as we begin to talk about this a couple of Sundays ago, uh, we begin to let you know that too often we are guilty of fighting the wrong foe. We'll get at odds with our fellow believers. And our real enemy is the devil. He's the master of sowing seeds of discord, dividing. He's been causing you to get upset at somebody over something that he did. Let the church say amen right there. But the Bible makes it clear. Our goal is that of standing. It says to stand firmly, firmly fixed, not wavering. Now one thing, if we could just go back a little bit. The, the, see, the old saints fought against the enemy and they stood. They, they didn't have all, the, all these, these reference Bibles and things that we have today. But one thing that I can tell you, amen, many times they went through things and they stood in tough times. Amen. Most of them, a lot of times, they walked to church. Amen. They didn't have a car. Amen. They walked in the rain. Amen. Walked in the heat. Amen. They stood. Amen. They let nothing come between them and God. And so, but when we come today, we got too many saints that are standing with the enemy instead of standing against the enemy. Hello, somebody. Today, too many saints are compromising with the enemy. That, when we do that, we're no threat to the enemy. But it's time to get your fight back. Hello, somebody. And, and so, we, we, you know, we're sent not to offer concessions with the enemy. We're not sent to be neutral. We're not sent to offer a truth. Amen. We're sent to whip butt in the name of Jesus. Hello, somebody. Amen. Anybody ready to fight up in here? Somebody look at your neighbor and say, get your fight back. Good God of mine, we've let people and all kind of folk, amen, get us upset and we fell away from church and fell away from God and all kinds of things over something that Satan had done because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Amen, somebody. We wrestle against spiritual wickedness, principalities, rulers of darkness. It says spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen, somebody. So you got to understand that this fight is against Satan and his army themselves. To stop fighting your brother, you got to get back in the fight. Amen, somebody. You got to get your fight back. When we look at the, the, the story of David and Goliath, we see where, where David was going to take his brother something to eat, and he went and he, he began to see this, this giant, this, this big Philistine talking junk, amen, to the army. He would come in the, once in, in, in the morning, and he would come once in the evening. Because you got to understand, the enemy has a plan against you. He would come again once in the morning and once in the evening. Because he, he figured whatever you, you, you hear or see in the morning time generally stays with you all day. 
And what you generally see or hear at night generally stays with you all night. That's why some of y'all have nightmares. Because of what you feed yourself at night before you go to bed. Hello, somebody. And that's why you got to always be feeding yourself with Jesus. Amen, somebody. You got to feed yourself with him in the morning and at night. Because you got to get the right thing in your spirit. And so you understand here, that was one of his tactics. But David said, wait a minute, uh-uh, you know, we're we not having this. Amen, not with the God I serve. I serve a God that can do anything but fail. I serve a God that has never been defeated, and he never will. And everybody was, it was, was upset, and they were scared because this, this, this man was so big, this giant. But David looked at it and said, he said, with a target that big, I can't miss. You got to look at how, how are you looking at your issue? Come on, somebody. Are, are you telling God about your issue or are you telling your issue about your God? Come on, somebody. You got to, you got to know how to, to tell the enemy, amen, you might as well get out of the way because you can't stop this. You can't stop me. I serve an unstoppable God, and he's on the inside. You might as well back up right now. In the name of Jesus, I command you to move. I just need about five to get happy on that right there, amen, that had to call him before. Amen, to know he'll move. Oh, my God, my God. So David began to let them know, he said, said, look, it's time for us to get get our fight back. Don't let the enemy chase you all over the place. Amen. It's like we got the enemy chasing you, amen, with a BB gun, amen, and and, and you got a 45 or a machine gun, and you letting the enemy chase you with a BB gun. You got to recognize what you have on the inside. Get your fight back. I mean, we got even entire churches folding and falling, amen, because we've, decided, we've sided with the enemy. We, we forgot who the majority is. God is the majority right by himself. Hello, somebody. Amen, amen. How many of y'all love the Lord in here and ready to fight? Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's time to fight. And so we see that because David knew just by faith alone in God, I've got the victory right there. Amen, somebody. See, see, some of y'all have backed up and, and you, you, you stopped praying. You, you've conceded. You said, well, it always been like this. It's always going to be like, I just let it go. Amen. But it's time for you to get back in the fight. Amen, somebody. God is not dead. He's still alive. Amen. And he is still victorious. Amen, somebody. And so when we look at the text here, it tells us, it's in verse 10, it says, finally. Oh, come on. Now. It says, that's a key word right there, finally. It says, finally, my brethren. It means, in other words, after all the stuff you learn. After all the stuff you've heard, after all you've been taught, after all that you've been through as a believer in Christ and you've seen God do, after these things, everything else comes right here to a head. We're going to wrap it up like this. It says, finally, my brethren. Oh, my God. And this brings me to my three points here. I want to get, I need to jump on them right now. The three things God has given us to get back in the fight. The first one is, is this, the energy for the fight. 
See, some of y'all got tired because you were trying to fight in your own strength. But he has given us the energy for the fight. And he says, finally, my brethren, he says, be strong in the Lord, not in you. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That might there means his force, his strength, and his ability. Oh, my God. Our source of our power is God. Oh, come on, somebody. And so it says the power of his might. That, that power there means dunamis. That the, the power that God has replenishes itself. It replenishes itself over and over again. Dunamis power. It just replenishes itself. It, it, don't, ever, it don't ever die down. It don't ever die out. Amen. That, that's sometimes when you, you know when God has taken over. When you go through a situation that should have wore you out. But then you're still feeling all right. Oh, come on, somebody. That's why you need God's power. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Oh, my God. You see, that's how you get your fight back. Good God Almighty. And see, think about what you got to understand about God. Kryptonite don't stop him. He has no weakness. Oh, come on, somebody. Oh, he don't have to go in a phone booth. Come on, somebody. He, he's powerful all the time. Amen. He, he, don't, he, he don't have to go eat a can of spinach. Oh, come on. I just need somebody to know what I'm talking about right there. He don't have to say when the twin power activate. Amen. He don't need to have a cape on. Come on, somebody. He don't need to have a red, a, a red and blue suit on. Amen. With the S on his chest. Amen. He, he's just who he is. He said, I am that I am. Amen, somebody. Good God of mine. He told David, he said, David, you didn't have to go over there and mess up. He said, all you had to do was ask me. And he said, I would have given you such and such. Such and such means he said, I'm a blank check. Whatever you need, just put it down. Amen. I'll hook you up. Somebody shot glory right there. Can't nobody do me like Jesus can. Anybody that can split the earth. Anybody that says that the earth is his footstool. It said he sitteth on the circle of the earth. That's a bad circle. Somebody right there. Anybody that can do anything but fail. That can hold water up and let people walk across on dry land. And, and man, because man can't do it and man can't comprehend it. They talking about, well, it was a little bit damp. You know, they were still a little bit. It was mud. No, all the water was obedient. Come on, somebody. When God spoke, ain't no water say, no, I ain't going over there. All it's, oh, that's God. Somebody shout glory up in here. Oh, my God. When God say move, everything got to move. Everything got to giddy up. Everything got to hook it up and move. Somebody shout glory up in here. I need somebody that love him in here. Somebody that thank God for another day. And know if it had not been for the Lord on our side. God brought me out of accidents, all kind of stuff, flipped over a vehicle and still kept me. Amen. God sent somebody, amen, that, that took my whole family, put them in their vehicle. We don't know their name to this day. Warmed them up in a snowstorm. None of us got hurt. Vehicle flipped over. All the airbags came out. But I'm still here today. Can't nobody do me like Jesus.
I suppose I got in an accident last week, Elder, but God held it back. I suppose I got in one this morning, but God held it back. I suppose I got in an accident a week before that, but God held it back. The devil tried to take you out last week, but God, you don't even know it because God held it back. Somebody need to give God a praise right there. If you saw the demons trying to get to you, you give him praise. If you saw the monsters that God were holding back from you, you give him praise. Amen, somebody. Why? Because we wrestle not against. He already told us you're not wrestling against flesh and blood. You wrestle against principalities, demons, powers. Young man told me one night, he said, I got to talk to you, Bishop. I said, what's going on? He said, I wrestled. He said, just, he said some power I wrestled with last night. He said, pick me up and held me up out of my bed. Just held me up over my bed. And just, I was just stretching and held me. And he said, I, all I could do was call Jesus. He said, I knew it was the enemy. You got to understand what we wrestling against. Amen, somebody. You got to get your fight back. See, we just like willy-nilly. We just, we just look around. We just walk, we sit down. That's all right. Everything. See, we, see we, we, we're taking the fight for granted. Taking it for granted. And the enemy just, see, the enemy wants you to just be passive. He just will all let it go. While he take over the house. I'll just let it go. He wants you. You got to understand what you're fighting against. This is not child's play. This is not just play around. And see what I'm saying? Well, he said, well, you know, I'm, they, they ain't really nothing going on. And, you know, why should he bother you and he already got you? But when you stand up against the enemy, that's when that joker raise up. And you say, oh, this joker been here all the time. Because you got to understand, when you're not doing nothing, all the enemy got to do is come by and check on you every now and then. Make sure you're still not doing that. He has no need to mess with you. But when you're a threat, he said, Elder Frazier, I know. Deacon Martin, I know. Deacon Davis, I know. But who? See, when you, when you have no authority with him, your name don't even matter. Ask your neighbor, say, do he know your name? See, when you're in the fight, the enemy knows your name. Because they know they can't roll up on you any kind of way. That's why you got to get back in the fight. Before, before even tell the enemy, well, I ain't, I ain't want no trouble. You know, just let it, you know. You know, you know your child just cuss you out when you know I ain't going to say nothing. You know your child just took your car without your permission and just drove out. They all at the mall and everything. They said they, they, and they said you better not say nothing. Well, you know, I ain't wanna, ain't wanna get in hollering in the house. But the old folk, y'all just let that marinate while I walk back up here, y'all. The old folk would have said the devil is a liar, which I know you. 
See, the old folks say, I know you ain't going around here with your pants hanging down off the, you better get. I know you're not going out of here with your breast hanging out there. You get. See, y'all scared. See, some of y'all, let the folk that ain't scared stand up. I got to see if I got some folk that getting their fight back up off in here. That ain't scared. That's getting back in the fight. Woo! Good God Almighty. Hey! Thank you, Lord. Somebody holler back at your boy. Somebody shout, hey! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just play me a little bit of shout music right there. Amen. Just play me a little bit right there, right there in that spot right there. I just had to get one in right there. Amen, somebody. Amen, somebody. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hunt your neighbor, tell them, say, you're not scared, are you? You're not, you're not scared, are you? See, you got to understand this right here. Why do we still fight? Because despite, despite the attacks, people are still getting saved. I said, despite the attacks, there's still some folk getting saved. There's still some folks standing for God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And the worst thing that you can be is in a foxhole with a joker that's scared to shoot. Amen, soldiers. I said, amen, soldiers. Ephesians 3 and 20 says this. It says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above. Look at all that. He's going higher and higher. Above all that we can ask or think of. According to the power that worketh within us. And see, you see, you done thought of everything, and you said, Well, I, I can't think of no way out. We said, No, well, give it to God. He said, I'm I'm above what you can even think of. I got ways to bring you out and deliver you that you never even thought about up in here. Amen, somebody. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ain't it good, somebody? And, and see, the, the text lets us know, it says, put on the whole armor of God. Let me say that again. It says, put on the whole armor of God. Half obedience equals half armed. Anytime you just want to put on half of it, that means you half armed and there's something not covered. And whatever's not covered, the enemy going to cut you down right there. Whatever that thing is that you don't want to give up, that's what enemy is going to cut you down. Whatever that thing is that you don't want to quit doing, that's what enemy is going to cut you down. Come on, somebody. You got to put on the whole armor of God. It's alluding to, it's symbolic of the Roman soldier, the armor that he had on. Hello, somebody. No unarmed man can withstand Satan and his army. If you're not armed spiritually, there's no way that you can withstand. It's not even a close fight. you got to have God on the inside. Without the armor, you're going to get knocked out every time by the enemy. That's what happens to man today because man thinks they're smarter than God. And, and the moment that man thinks that, he's already lost the battle. Satan is already laughing. Satan is already saying, checkmate. Oh, come on, somebody in here. See, you got to understand this. 
Satan and his army is not omnipresent, but nobody can tell where he is not or where he is save God. Nobody but God can tell you where the enemy is. That's why you got to have God on the inside. Somebody can roll up on you talking holy, looking holy, doing holy moves. And it's the devil the whole time that's going to put, trying to pull you off track. But the Holy Spirit on the inside, saints, amen, will tell you, say, back away from them. There's something wrong. Call on the name of the master right now because that's not of me. Amen. Doesn't matter how they look because our, our God, I said our God. Let me say that again. Our God is omnipotent God. Our God is an omniscient God. Our God. God is all-powerful God, all-knowing God. He's everywhere. Omnipresent. He knows what the enemy, get this, he knows what the enemy is planning against every individual in this room right now. Why? Because they can't make a plan without his ears being there. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Not only that, you know, if you think, well, I just decided to come here today. No, God, God summoned you here to give you a battle plan. God summoned you here for a wake-up call. Those watching on YouTube, and we'll, we'll see this on YouTube, and we'll hear this on the radio. God summoned you to your ears here to get a wake-up call, to get a battle plan. Amen, so you do not be destroyed, so you can get back in the fight. Amen, somebody. Touch your neighbor and say, get your fight back. Good God Almighty. Ooh, this is good stuff, y'all. Now, 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 the next thing I, I need you to get, I need you to pay attention to this. Amen. The next thing I want you to get down, next point, that he, get, he have given us the equipment to defend. The equipment to defend. And when we see this equipment, God lays it out. Amen. This equipment, and this is spiritual equipment, and he uses the symbolism of a Roman soldier. Amen. As he lays this out. And the first thing he talks about is the belt of truth. He said you got to have the belt of truth on. That belt of truth holds everything up. You got to have truth. Without truth, the fight is already over. I said the fight is already over without truth. When we look at John 8 and 32, it said it is the truth that makes us free. The truth will make you free. Everything hangs on truth. If it's not true, you already defeated. Everything hangs on the truth of God. That's why I was talking about the truth belt. The, the, the Roman soldier wore a belt, and the belt around him had to be tight. Amen. His, his knife, his sword, everything hung on that belt. On that belt held his shield together. It locked in with his shield. Everything was held together with truth. Amen, somebody. How many of y'all want truth? Oh, my God. And so you got to make sure that it's tight, that you're tight in the truth. Amen. That belt tightens the rest of the armor. Amen. That belt of truth. Somebody shout truth. Truth protects you from error. Good God Almighty. The truth of God, the truth of the word of God, the truth that God's not deep. Oh, come on, somebody protects us from error. 
And so then when you look at the rest of the army, armor, the next thing he talked about was the breastplate of righteousness. That breastplate of righteousness covered the vital parts of the body, the heart. One spear in the heart was deadly. Took you out of the fight. So that breastplate of righteousness covered the heart. Somebody shout, cover me, Lord. Protect the vital, those tender areas of the body. See, the Bible says, it says what comes out of the heart of a man is what defiles a man. So you have to cover and guard your heart to make sure the wrong thing don't get in your heart. To make sure a spirit, that, that, that spirit of anger, that spirit of deceit, that, that, that spirit of, oh my God, of unfruitfulness gets into your heart. That, 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 that spirit that can cause division, that spirit of hatred, that spirit of jealousy. That spear of envy, that spear of strife, you got to guard your heart from that spear. Oh, my God. How many got to know you got to guard your heart? You got to guard it. You got to guard it. And that's why you got to have that breastplate of righteousness. A heart guarded by the knowledge that I know that I'm in right standing with God. The righteousness of God. Amen. Covers my heart. Somebody shout glory up in here. And so you got to understand this armor was symbolic of all of this when they begin to talk about it here. And the next thing I want you to understand this. It said that your feet, it, it said shoes covered. It, it said shod, but shod means covered. It says shoes shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. The peace of God and peace with God. And it meant, it's talking about being firmly grounded so, so, so you can run, so you can climb, so you can fight, so you can do the things of God. And, and when it talks about shoes, it also means something like this. It means that we as the children of God should be in motion. We shouldn't be standing around being passive. We should be in motion. Amen. The Roman soldiers, they had spikes in their shoes that helped them plant. And when they plant that thing, it was hard to move them. It was hard to push them back. And when they plant that other foot, it was sticking the ground. And see, that's what God wants us to be. Amen. With, it, with the preparation, oh my God, of peace. And when it said preparation, it means you got to prepare. You can't just run all up in here. You got to prepare. Make sure that you're right with God, that you have a peace with God, peace of God and peace with God before you step. But when you step like that, then you can move forward. Somebody shout forward. Good God Almighty, you got to have your feet covered with the preparation of peace because we're supposed to be moving forward. And, that, and when you got your feet covered like this, that means it's hard for you to slip. See, a lot of us, we slip because we don't have peace with God and we don't have peace of God. And when we try to plan ourselves, we sliding back. We sliding back because we don't have the peace of God and peace with God. When you have peace with God, amen, you're clear in your conscience and in your mind and you can move forward. Somebody shout glory in here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How many of y'all want to move forward? And see, that way you're not passive. It's preparation, being ready to move forward. Somebody shout glory again right there. And so the next thing that's so powerful to me that this text talks about, and then it says, above all, 
There's a reason where it stops there. It, it, it lists all this and say, above all, you got, in, in other words, above all, you got to listen to what's getting ready to come. Above all, you got to have this. It's imperative that you have this. Amen. And, and, and it says, having the shield of faith. The shield that the Roman soldier used was big enough to cover a full-grown man. Because you got to understand, the shield protected the body and it protected the armor. The shield of faith, your belief system. No matter what somebody threw at you, no matter what they threw at Evangelist Obregon, the shield of faith, the faith in God, the, uh, the, her belief system. Absorbed all the blows. They say, God is dead. Oh, he's not coming back. Oh, they ain't, you might well forget that. But that shield of faith. Oh, come on now. That shield of faith that I know I believe in God will shield me from all that. It takes all the blows. That's why you got to hold on to your faith. That's why when Jesus prayed for Peter, he said, I prayed that your faith fail you not. That your belief system don't fail you. That you keep believing in God. Good God Almighty. That shield was big, and they would get behind that shield, and all the fiery darts, the, the folk calling you holy rollers, saying, oh, there go that Christian joker. Oh, there, there you go. He go to church all the time. I don't see nothing happening. All that kind of stuff. That, that shield of faith that you hold where it don't get to you, it the, the shield of faith will absorb all of it because my faith is solid with God. I know that my Redeemer lives. I know he died on the cross. I know he's coming back for me again. I know, I know, I know. And it says, take it up. See, you can't lay this thing down any kind of way. It says, take it up. Why do you take it up? Because it's movable. If somebody's coming at you over here against your faith, you turn it that way. If somebody's coming over here, you turn it that way. And see, the thing about Lee is that the Roman soldier, they would cover that shield in leather, and then they would put water all over it. So when the fiery darts would come, and it would hit that leather soaked in water, it would put the fire out. See, your shield got to be soaked in the Word of God. Amen, somebody. That you It got to be soaked, so you got a scripture. Amen. If you throw it, oh, that my, the Word says this. No, the Word said no. The Word said, oh, come on, somebody in here. Jesus used the Word against the enemy. Because that if, 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 if he was hit in the head, it was over. If he was hit in the, and, 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 his, and, his, and his armor was weakened and he started pounding there, it was over. Don't ever go somewhere without your shield. Don't ever go somewhere and you want to lay your belief system down. I, I heard saints get mad talking about, you know, I put this Holy Ghost down and we'll fight now. If you can put it down that easy, you never had it. In other words, you're saying, I'm going to take all my shield and my armor off and now I'm going to fight the enemy. It said you got to take it up. And every time it comes, something comes against you, you got to be ready to move it wherever you, where, to ask your neighbor, say, where do you need faith right now? 
good God Almighty. See, you, see you right there. You know where you need faith right now. You know where I can use some faith right now. I know where, that, where the enemy is hitting at me right now. I need to move my faith over there and say, I know that the enemy is coming against me, but God said I can do all things through Christ. And, and, and then when the enemy tell you, when he come against you, and, and he say, wait, wait a minute now. He said, because one day all these people are going to leave you, and you, you sound like a fool. And then you just look back at him and say, but God said, even if my mother and my father forsake me, he would take me up. And, oh, and then if you want to jump bad there, there's another scripture that said, God said he would never leave me, no forsake me. Amen. Take that devil. Amen. Somebody shout glory in here. Amen. You got to use the word on enemy. Use your shield. Move your shield where you need it. Where do you need your shield right now? Stand it up against the enemy. Let the shield of faith absorb that blow. Good God. Anybody need him right now? Just shout glory up in here. God, my God. Sometimes the blows were just coming real strong. It just coming real strong. And, 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 and brother, I'll I tell you what, brother Jenny, the, the soldier would just, he would just stand the shield up and squat down and just hold the shield up. Amen. Let the shield of faith take faith, take every blow. Amen. It will absorb the blow. Amen. What you know about God is strong enough. Somebody shout glory in here. Woo! Help me, Holy Ghost. Somebody praise. Give God a praise right there. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Who can I bust it like I feel it? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Woo, God is good. He said, above all, you got to have your shield. You got to have your shield. You can't block nothing without a shield. You can't block the fiery darts of the enemy. See, not only, see, you got to block the fiery darts of the wicked one and the wicked man and the wicked woman. Because you sometimes you have everybody seem like coming at you. And you got to be able to hold your shield of faith. Sometimes it can be the closest one to you. But you got to hold your shield of faith. You got to understand the enemy will throw anything at you. But your shield of faith can absorb it. Sometimes you feel, sometimes uh, the soldier, uh, what the soldier felt they, they were too tired to fight. They, were just, they just fought all day. And, it was, and what they would do, just, just hold the shield up. Uh, amen. If you're too hard, if you're too tired and it seems harder, just, just squat down and hold your shield up. Amen. Somebody, somebody might be tired in here right now. You say, I've been fighting this thing a long time. Good God Almighty. Woo! But you just got to hold your shield of faith up. Keep on believing. Keep on standing. Keep on rolling with God. Somebody shout glory in here. Get back in the fight. Get your fight back. Hold your shield up. If you're tired, just hold the shield up. Woo! Hallelujah. I, I, I want to I speak to the folk that's been tired before. I want to talk to somebody that's been tired fighting before. And you just had to believe in God. You didn't know how it was going to come out, sis, but you had to just believe in God. Tears rolling down your face, but you said, Lord, I still believe. I know the paperwork didn't come back right, but I still believe. I know they said I couldn't do this, but I still believe. Amen. They didn't approve it, but I still believe. They looked like they did me wrong, but I still believe. They looked at me funny, but I still believe. It was somebody in my family, but I still believe. It was somebody I thought we were close. I thought we were, but I still believe. Somebody shout glory up in here. Woo! Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody give a praise up in here. Hallelujah. 
I'm going to hold it up. Got a phrase, I'm going to hold it up. I'm going to hold it up. I'm going to hold it up. Every now and then you get tired, sis. But I'm going to hold it up. Even if I have to squat down, I'm going to hold it up. I'm not going to let my shield fall. I still believe in God. I still believe he is. I still believe he's who he said he is. I still believe he's coming back. We got a lot of folks falling by the wayside. Some folks that used to roll with me say they don't even believe in God no more. But I still believe. I'm going to still hold my shield up. I'm going to still keep rolling for God. I'm going to still move forward. Somebody give God a praise in here. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. I got to hold on. I got to hold on. I'm going to hold on to my faith. Oh, my God. You know, know, I couldn't help but but recollect about what Jesus told Peter. He said, I'm going to pray one thing. He said, you're getting ready to mess up here. He said, I'm going to pray one thing, that your faith fail you not. That you hold on to your belief system. That you don't stop believing in God. Because as long as you keep on believing, you got hope. As long as you keep on holding on, amen, it won't be long. God is coming for you because I serve a true and living God. Amen, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It said, and taking the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation. See, my me having salvation, it gives me, it, it gives me a sound mind. Taking the helmet of salvation because it said you got to have this helmet of salvation on because the enemy wants to take your mind. That's why you got so many folk committing suicide now because the enemy is taking their mind. If he can ever get your mind, the rest of the armor, the rest of your body, all of that, one blow in the head to mess up your brain, to mess up your mind, you're no good for nothing. You're ineffective right then. Amen. That's why he wants to get to your mind. That's why you got to hold that shield up. You got your helmet on. Amen. I hold that shield up. Make sure. Because a lot of people falling back right now. Folk that used to believe. Folk committing suicide. Preachers committing suicide. There was an astounding number on, on, in 2013 of preachers committing suicide. Preachers with flourishing congregations. Much bigger than what we have here. 10, 20, 50, oh my God, 50 times this side. But they couldn't take it no more. Committing suicide because that's why you got to fight until you die. You got to fight until God calls you home. You can't let your shield down. That's why you got folk that was teaching the true faith, not teaching crazy stuff. Teaching the gospel of inclusion. That God going to take everybody. You can live like you want to. Gospel of inclusion. All this stuff. God said in his word. Some will come and say, I prophesied in your name. I did all this stuff in your name. And he's going to say, I know you not. Yeah. 
He didn't say you didn't do it, didn't say it, or didn't go wherever you said you did. But he said, I never knew you. In other words, I never had a relationship with you. The enemy wants to take your mind. If he gets your mind, it, it, none, I don't care how good your armor look. That's why you got to have the helmet of salvation. Romans 12, verse 1 and 2 said to renew your mind. It's not every other day. Daily. Because the enemy's coming at you daily. It's a daily fight. That's why you can't take a day off. You got to renew your mind daily. Young ladies, that joker that you know he ain't no good, ain't saved, trying to get to you, he going to keep coming at you daily. Oh, you know you want this. Oh, you know all the men, young men, y'all know that, that. Oh, my God. She going to keep coming back. Amen. It's all you know, and she going to be looking good. Oh, you know, because they want, they're going to keep coming at you daily. That thing that the enemy know he's been he's been getting at you with that's been 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 making you weeble and wobble all that he's gonna keep bringing it at you daily. That person that know that one word to say to you to set you off, he's gonna still keep trying to bring it to get on your nerves, to get on your mind, to make you come out from behind your shield. You got to get your fight back. This is not child's play. When, when, when you got a preacher that's been preaching the gospel for years and turns around and commits suicide, that lets you know that the enemy was coming at him strong with everything he had. You got, see, you, let me tell you something. We, we're up against a relentless enemy, so you got to be relentless. You got to get your fight back. You can't let, that's why you can't, you can't let anybody say anything to you and all. you got to hold on. Because what happens when you start letting anybody come and say something in your mind, you start lowering your shield. When you lower your shield, your head is uncovered. And then you get hit in your head. That's why people now, their thought process is all out of whack. Any time that you hear somebody say that they, they think it's even possible that Satan himself can be saved, you know that their mind and their thought process is all out of whack. Somebody that once before preached the true gospel, the true faith. Oh, somebody shout glory. Somebody praise him in here right now. See, when you look at that Roman, that, that, that helmet on that Roman soldier, it covered his brain, it covered his mind, it covers where he, where, the area where he used to think. He could get hit all in the jaw, other places, but if one wrong blow, one bad blow in the head, one bad thought pattern, that's why God said everything that comes in your mind is not of him. He said to cast it down in the name of Jesus. Bring it into subjection of Jesus Christ. Touch two or three people and tell them to get back in the fight. Get back in the fight. Get, get back in the fight. You got to get back in this fight. Let me get this last point here. He also gives us 
not only equipment to defend, but equipment to defeat. There's going to come a time that the soldier is required to take the battle to the enemy. Oh, come on, somebody. That you're going to have to stand up and fight that joker toe to toe. Good God Almighty. Oh, my God. Y'all hear me good. Hear me good. See, you got to understand, it's not enough that we are not conquered. We have to conquer. We have to go forward and conquer. Hallelujah, somebody. And so you got to grasp your weapons and go forward. And so when we look at the text here, it says, take the sword of the spirit. You got to understand, you got to take the sword of the spirit. No other will penetrate the foe like the sword will. What is the sword? The word of God. No other thing will penetrate it. You got to understand, Jesus used this same thing. D Jesus could have, have used a thousand different weapons to defeat the enemy, but he chose to grab one to defeat him with, and it's the Word of God. All we got to do is use the Word of God, and you can defeat the enemy with that one weapon right there. Hallelujah, somebody. The Word of God. It's powerful. The word, it lets us know it's sharper than any two-edged sword. You got to fight for your family. You got to fight for your marriage. You got to fight for your children. You got to fight for your sanity. Hello, somebody. You got to fight for your friend. Fight. Amen. You got to fight for your church. You are the church. You got to stand up and fight. I remember that old game that the, when, when, when video games first came out. Amen. They, they had, had, had this, this game, and I'm trying to think of the name of that game. But, but when, when, when the, the, they start fighting, it would just say, fight. And then they would, start, they would go at it. Mortal Kombat. And say, fight. And then they would go at it. Oh, my God. Look at your neighbor and say, fight. Good God Almighty. Fight. Fight, fight in the name of Jesus. Fight, fight. So you got to understand, understand the word of thunder is take up your sword. Amen. Anytime you hear that right there, because when the saint takes up his sword, that's a word of thunder. Because the word of God is strictly this. It's the, it's the utterance of the power of the word of God himself. Amen. God himself speaking the word. The words that he uttered. Oh my God. When you pick up that word. It's just like thunder when you come against the enemy. The B-I-B-L-E. The basic instructions. Before leaving earth. You got to have the power of God. And many times we call it. You've heard people call it logos. Logos actually means the entire book of the word of God, the logos. 
But when you say rhema, you hear people say, I got a rhema word today. When it's a rhema word, that means it's a knife of the word that cuts specifically where you needed needed it to hit. It hits specifically in that spot. A rhema word is right what I needed right there at the time. When the enemy tried to attack you, God gave you a rhema word. Amen. And you hit him right in that spot. God gave Jesus a rhema word. And he hit Satan right where he needed to hit him. Good God am I. Anybody in here need a rhema word? Oh, my God, my God. Need a rhema word. Woo, this is good stuff. A rhema word. Because you got to understand that the, the word is powerful. There's no other regulation, no other policy, no other strategy that you can use that, that you can fight with like this. You got to get into your word. You got to believe it. You got to study it. And you got to live it. Good God of mine. Because that is your offensive weapon. And it says take once again. You got to take it up. And you got to understand that when it says take. That text is pronouncing take in the present. That means it's in the now. That means you got to take it up now. You got to be ready to fight now. And you got to understand when, when the Romans fought when it says sword, it talked about it really was alluding to a little knife that they kept on their side. And see, it, and it was used for close quarters combat because you got to understand every now and then you would get a whispering enemy, amen, that'll try to whisper to you, that'll try to get close to you. And you got to be able to pull that knife, amen, and, and fight with him in close combat. He's trying to whisper, amen, and you got to fight with him in close combat. Come on, somebody in here, amen. And you got to know how to wield your sword, amen. You got to be skillful with your sword. In other words, you got to know your scriptures, amen, in your sword. Amen. When the enemy say, I'm getting ready to pluck you away from the people, you got to tell them, oh, no. God said, when I'm in his hand, can nothing pluck me out. Somebody shout glory up in here. You got to know how to operate your sword, your sword skillfully. Good God Almighty. Close quarters combat. Oh, my God. Because any time that, that, that you get ready to do something that, that's not according to the will of God, it starts in your mind. And you got to fight up close. You got to be able to quote the word back to yourself. Oh, good God Almighty. When God said, oh, you're not going to be nobody, you're not going to be anything, you got to wield your sword. Say, uh-uh, God said in his word that he will complete the work that he has begun within me. Oh, come on, somebody. You got to be able to quote that word. Don't let the enemy say you're not going to be anybody or anything because you got to understand that you are somebody in Christ. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's the word right there. Anybody call you ugly? Amen. Hit them with the sword. Amen, somebody. Know how to wield the word. Good God Almighty. Look at your neighbor and say, handle your stuff, handle your stuff, amen. Handle your stuff, handle your business, amen, somebody. You got to know how to wield skillfully the sword. That's why you need to get in your word daily. Wherever the enemy's trying to attack you at, that's where you need to be studying in your sword. Be ready for him, amen, somebody. Oh, my God. Woo, isn't he awesome, somebody? Anybody had to use that sword before? Oh, my God. And see, one thing, you never lay it down. Don't ever lay your sword down. Amen. Because the moment you lay it down, that's when the enemy's coming to attack. Oh, my God. Woo, this is good stuff. Because the Bible tells me, it said that the word endureth forever. It, it endureth forever. So you got to understand, the enemy can't outlast the word. 
The Bible talks about his end. So when you use that word, you know you got this thing worn. Hello, somebody. Oh, my God, this is good stuff. Because you got to understand the purpose for this sword is that we're able to stand, that we use it to fight, that we use it to go for, not only just to stand, but to withstand what the enemy tries to bring against you. Hallelujah, somebody. We got to win souls. Amen. See, my testimony is this right here. It was the sword, amen, that word of God, amen, that helped me pull the enemy off my back. Amen. Somebody, you have to start quoting words to that joker, amen, and be able to reach around and grab him and slam him down. That's why I thank God, amen, for that text Brother Meshach read today out of the word of God. It said, no weapon formed against Gets me shall prosper. Amen, somebody. It might be formed, but it won't prosper. Amen, because I got a weapon that's much powerful. Amen, than what the enemy is toting. Amen. I don't care. He can bring tanks. He can bring all kind of spiritual stuff. He can bring all his boys. He can bring the demons, all kind of stuff. But when I've got God standing in front of me, can't nothing get by God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody shout glory. Let the warriors make some noise up in this place right now. Let, 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 me, let me bring this to a close. Because there's one final weapon that he said he talked about. Prayer. Prayer. Good God of mine. Anybody ever tried that before? Prayer. That's the briefing room of the spirit. That's the war room. Prayer. Good God Almighty. Put some prayer on it. One thing that we always got to be able to do is talk to God. Because that's the strength that's in our struggle. Because any time we have to struggle, it makes us call God. It makes us go to God. God, anytime we go to in a struggle, and you got to understand the greatest offensive weapon that we have is the ability to call on God in the heat of battle. Amen. Because we know, and one of the most powerful prayers that you can pray is a one-word prayer. Amen. Let me demonstrate. Amen. You you get you going through traffic and a car pulls out from you, out in front of you, and you pray a one-word prayer. Y'all know what that is. Jesus! Amen. Just cut any Anybody ever pray, had to pray that right there? And it, came, it just jumped out for you and said, that's all you had time to say was Jesus. And he knew everything you needed just in that one call. Just said, Jesus. The baby got sick and fell out of Jesus. Amen. All of a sudden, you thought something was getting ready. Jesus. Amen. Anybody know what I'm talking about? All of a sudden, the baby fell off the counter. Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Somebody called you and said, we need you to pray right now. Amen. Because Billy don't look like he's going to make Jesus, God knows everything in that one word. Right. Just one word. One word. Reverse everything. Peter looked at Jesus one time and said, if, if, you know, if it's you, bid me to come. Jesus spoke one word and reversed gravity and everything changed everything. He said just to him, he said, come. He walked on water on that one word of the power and authority of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And when he rose from the dead, he said, I rose with all power. And he gave us that power. And through his name, amen, even when your child get to acting up, you ain't got to say nothing. Just look at him and say, Jesus. 
How many of y'all know there's power in that name right there? Anybody ever had to use it? Oh, my God. Some of y'all's in the meeting just sitting at the table, and somebody looked at you, deep. Y'all started going off, going crazy. You said, Jesus. Woo! And that thing is so powerful, sisters. Sometimes you can just say it in your mind. You're in, in your mind, just say, So let me tell you something. Sometimes you have you dealing directly with people that got demons. And you can say Jesus real low. Let me tell you something. Demons have keen hearing. And you can say Jesus real low. And then that demon will hear it. And when he hear that word, he got to back up. I remember a sister was telling me one night. There's another church I was pastoring years ago. And they said they were walking. And there was some people sitting on cars and they had gotten, they were drunk. And they were sitting way over there on the side. And they looked at them. They knew they were drunk by the way they were cutting up and acting. And the sister said she just began to pray real low. Said, in the name of Jesus. And, and a fellow way over there had a demon in him. Said, the demon spoke up and said, I heard what you said. Why? Because they recognized that name. The name of Jesus makes demons tremble. Good God Almighty. Woo. Don't ever be guilty of not praying. Good God Almighty. Oh, my God. Don't ever be guilty of not praying. Instead of throwing in the towel, throw up a prayer. Good God Almighty. Woo. Don't ever be guilty of not praying. Amen. You don't know how powerful prayer is until you throw one out there. Good God. God of my, because just through that name of Jesus, amen, things have to turn. The angels begin to get, oh my God, they go on the run, amen, they begin to stop moving out on your behalf. God stop turning things just over one word, amen. What what the car pulled out in front of you, and that one word, Jesus, amen, the angels step between you and that other car. There's been times, Deke, I know I was supposed to hit the car. I knew I was supposed to get in an accident. I can't tell you today how I missed it, but I know because of whom I missed it. Jesus. When that vehicle flipped over that time, I was supposed to got, I was supposed to got hurt. In fact, I was, that enemy was supposed to have killed me. But I climbed out of it with the use of my limbs. Kept on going. See, when the enemy starts start trying to play with my mind, start trying to play with my helmet, that, that, that Minister Martin. He said, you, you done ruined the whole trip. You might well turn, on, turn around and go back home. Matter of fact, he said, it's over now. He said, that vacation, let me cancel the cruise. Everything. I was sitting in that hotel room, and I'm, I'm close. But my family, they was all, got them all in the bed. Got us a room that night. It was still snowing and sleeping outside. My wife was laying there because we was all tired. It was late at night, about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. I began to pace the room. Enemy were trying to talk to me, Deke. So you might as well quit. Man, you messed up the vacation. You might as well call and tell them. If you ain't coming, call ahead and let them know. Then I stopped praying. Use one of my weapons. Lord, you got to show me what to do. I was feeling bad. He said, go forward. 
go on your vacation. Just happened so, Sid. God had me plan an extra day. Ah, ain't it bad? In the middle. And that day absorbed all the planning I had to do all that. I had to call the insurance company, all that stuff. You know, but we kept going forward. Got on that cruise. It was like nothing had ever happened. It, oh, and y'all know most time when you get out there in the cruise, Brother Gray, that, that your phone don't work. And some of them been on a cruise. Y'all know what I'm talking about. When you get out there, they say you might well put your phone up because it don't work. Insurance company called my phone while I was on the cruise. Out there beside the pool. And told me, said, we have already taken care of it. A check will be on the way. Your vehicle was totaled. Here I am on a cruise, just got out of accident. Vehicle totaled. But I wasn't. And while I was on the cruise, let me tell you what God will do when you put prayer on this thing. It was like it never happened. I was even on the cruise asking myself, now, did I just really get, did I just really get in an accident? It doesn't even seem like it. Kids running around. Wife running around. Had all the food that I wanted for me. God is good. That's what prayer do. Amen, somebody. Amen. And don't ever live beneath your privilege. Because, see, I, you, there, there, there's a thing about the cruise. Because there's, there, there, I heard a story about one man that went on the cruise. and He, he didn't know what his privileges were, uh, I'm afraid. And so when he went on the cruise, he, he took a bunch of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And when he got ready to get off the cruise, he said, how did you enjoy it? He said, I really enjoyed this cruise. He said, but only one thing is I wish I could have afforded some of the food, you know. I wish I could. He said, well, that came with it. <laughs> Brother eating peanut butter and jelly sandwich in the whole cruise and didn't know God had already supplied. Are you eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches when God has already supplied everything that you need? Look at your neighbor and said, put that, tell him, say, put that peanut butter and jelly down and enjoy this feast. Now somebody give God a hand praise up in here. <laughs> Everyone's standing all over the building. <laughs> Woo. He rose that we might have life and have it more abundantly and that we might win. We're winners. You're sitting beside a winner. Good God of mine. Keep your armor on. Keep your shield up. And keep your sword in your hand. Get back in the fight. 
Victory's already been won. Only thing you got to do is protect what God has already given you. He's good and he's worthy to be praised. The elders are coming.